podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to This is Ibrox. This is your preview podcast. With me tonight, I have Shug, Gavin and Dylan. How are you doing, folks? Thank you, yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, not bad. I'm just sort of grimacing at what we're waiting to discuss, but aye, we'll, we'll get to that. For yourself, Gavin, you doing all right? Yeah, good. Uh, better than was uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock on the night, mate. Aye, aye, fair. And Shug, you keeping well? Yeah, so four points clear, so... This is true, this is true. This is true. Right, um, okay, I reckon kind of put it off anymore, can we? Um, Here's your initial thoughts on the game then, Shug. You know, what, what was your opinion on us? Remember, it no was, swearing. <laughs> it's, uh, I hate to say it, but very reminiscent of uh, after winter breaks from a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just, I don't know, I just seem to be a lack of energy and a lack of interest. And there's a few things during the game that kind of summed it up. I didn't, I wasn't really impressed with the team to start with. I thought we were too defensive looking with the two holding midfielders. Um, what, what what do you think drove that, Shug? Is it just necessity? Because I mean, there is attacking players there, and I, I'm I'm with you. I was quite surprised when we started with two defensive mids. Yeah, because I, I just feel when we do that, and the fullbacks aren't getting forward, I basically start with six defenders. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I don't know. I'll be slagged but the Kunas there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's, that's a call about two minutes oh, to get his was, name slipped in. Who had two minutes on the suite? Put it in the earlier, I loved it the last time. But I just felt we probably gave them a bit too much respect. And they're Aberdeen at the end of the day, though. Oh, they want to be rivals, but they're not really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing that kind of got to me, and I said it there just before we started, but. Um, I think they came with an idea how they wanted to play. You know, everyone's loading Brown because he's the wind-up guy that got to the players and all the rest of it. But, you know, I think they had a very set idea of how they wanted to play before that game even started. And I think we kind of played in their hands. Do you do you agree with that, Gavin? Or do you think... I think I think a lot of the problems we had were tactical rather than actually anything else. I've already sort of touched on the two sort of more defensive midfielders. The gap between our back four defence and then our front sort of four was was huge. That's why we were struggling to build up. I mean, yeah. uh, the heat maps for the defence, like Barisic and Tav, were, they were so deep. I, I've never seen them look like that. It was almost like we we're playing a sort of good European side. Maybe expect that against Dortmund or something like that. Maybe it's practice for Dortmund. Eh? But they, had, they had Ross McCrory and uh, Bates. I know, I know. It's, it's centre-half. It's like, I can't understand why why we didn't go at them? Why we weren't playing up in the sort of dominating the ball up in there? I think it's safe to say as well, you know, turning we lost the midfield battle, didn't we? Yeah. It's, not, it's not like they, they had blistering pace up front that they were <sighs> going to catch us constantly on the, the counter attack. I thought, I mean, fullbacks can still be sort of narrow to the centre halves without sort of being as deep as we were for almost the full game. It was, it was just bizarre. I think, I think it was more, more tactical than anything else. And also, we got the first goal, but. Um, it was just just a weird kind of ultra yeah. passive way it's a weird of weird environment team. overall, yeah. really, wasn't it? Yeah, just didn't get going. 
What do you make, Dylan, of the fact that we have just come back from that winter break? Um, I know a lot of fans, probably myself included, were expecting quite a bit out of the team. You know, this, this was the time that Gio had to kind of get his ideas across. And I wasn't expecting, you know, huge sweeping changes, but I thought there would be a lot more to that performance than what we saw. What, yeah, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think it's no coincidence that we performed that bad. We went and draw repos with Nigeria right now. You know, I think he's been yeah. our best player. I mean, yeah, we just sort of lacked that great spark. I thought like, we had no real quality chances. Um, that game, boy got sucked up into the play. And then I think we're going to drop it kind of Clancy's performance soon as well. But I think we were Aye. just. We just weren't really our usual selves, and it has showed. And I see, you know, the day at a point at Bedordry's not the worst result. Um, but again, when the gap's only four points, you really can't slip up that many times, especially with Dairy's going on right now. Uh, but I got to the draw, but then I guess not the worst result at the end of the day. Yeah. Um... I think you made an interesting point there, actually, guys, about, you know, the whole two defensive mids and that sort of gap. Um, I'm going to put this one to you, Shug. Why wouldn't Bakuna start a game like that, do you think? I just think we gave them far too much respect. I think that... Yeah. They're starting to come decent under glass. They had a decent run, I think. They said four out of five. They'd won or something before it and gone up to Petaudry and Geo's obviously been up there as a player and things like that and probably seen my performances up there. We just gave them far too much respect and probably wanted to get Sands in and see what he can do. But he was definitely he's definitely somebody that I don't think we can play him and Kamara at the same time in the league because yeah. this is against Sulik. I don't think the two of them will work together because Sands definitely looks like he's going to break up play and when and if you're playing them to hold us, then I think you've got to tell Tav and Barisic to go back to the way they were playing Aye. and let them get forward because somebody has to get forward. Don't really remember seeing Sands or Kamara anywhere closer than about 10 yards from their box and things like that. So you're asking a lot for the front four. I do remember at one point, I think Kamara got to their the edge of their box because I remember sitting and thinking to myself, the guy's going to get a nosebleed in a minute. Um, what, what did you make of Kamara's performance overall, Gavin? Because, again, I don't want to scapegoat anyone. The whole team were pretty dire, but I think that's probably one of the worst performances I've seen from him in a while. Yeah, I think going off the not having um, parable playing as well, it's when Haji plays, he, he's a, a forward-thinking, out-and-out attacking number 10. Yeah. Whereas Arabo tends to play more as a, an eight-stroke 10. Mm-hmm. And he'll help out in midfield more. And I think that was one of the problems that because we were passive with the defence and because we didn't have that sort of connect between the, the two that were sitting and Haji, it just created a bigger gap. So whenever sort of Kamara or Sands got it, Mir had... A ball to the side, which wasn't doing anything, and then the others were too far forward, or they were hitting yeah. right or can't. And if they didn't find them, it was just getting turned over and coming coming straight back again. So, um, it was one of those things where 
they were almost doing what they were asked to do, even looking at like some of the stats, like Sassans and Kamara, they were sort of making interceptions, winning the ball back, but they, they weren't, there was nothing they could do with it. They didn't really have any options yeah. other than yeah. other than trying to hit right and Kent, because um, Morales isn't even dropping as deep as he was before either. So it was interesting that they got the one moment of good play we did have, Morales created the space for Paget to run Aye. into two switches a play and it was a cracking goal. And, and do you know what? I, I was actually really impressed with the goal. That was the one bit I was like, wow, that was quite decent. Um, and I hoped, you know, after that, that we might kick on a bit, but it just seemed to almost kind of drop back, as you say, in that scrappy trying to find a pass, trying to make it stick. Um, what about Hadji Dillon? Did you... Did you see much from him to think that he's going to cover a rebo when he's away? Or are you concerned about that now? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Hadri, but I do acknowledge that he can be a bit streaky. You know, there'll be some games that he'll chip in with a goal and assess, and there'll just be some games where you feel like he's not really doing that much either. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, on Tuesday night, he did find himself in brilliant space there for the kind of cross. I know, I know. No one and you know, it was a good goal. Um but I don't know, I just feel like I mean, we'll just overshoot a bit more. As kind of kind of said, you know, you will wait foot back and go forward whereas Hadji, I don't really see it that much from him. But um he, he is one of those players that probably won't do much during a game, but he'll kind of have like that more than mad trick, you know, whether it be a sis or a cross. Yeah. I think he does work hard. He, he does work because other night he was working hard. It's just the, the sort of positions that he takes up when we don't have possession are different to Arbo's mo he's seems to be in the right position to win the ball back high yeah. up. Whereas Hadji tends to chase the ball back. So somebody will be carrying the ball or the ball will get past. You almost Hadji you almost kinda need it. someone between Hadji and you know Sanz or Kamara, don't you? Or play Hadji as a number eight. <laughs> Aye, uh, aye, there is that. Um, okay, just touching on the manager, Shug, what, what were your thoughts on the substitutions? I thought they were poor as well. Yeah. I okay. was shocked. I'm glad you right. said that, so I'm not the only one like, but aye. <laughs> I thought when he took right off, he had to put, it should have been Hadji that was taken off. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I just I thought Hadji was awful. I think some of his, some of the simple stuff he just wasn't getting right. It just wasn't his night. Yeah, whereas Wright was actually offering something or a bit of pace and that. Yeah, it seemed a really yeah. strange time to shut up shop for me as well. Yeah, it's um, too early. And then yeah. I think when he brought it in on, it was the wrong call. Yeah. Ali played fashion up front because they yeah. were. They're pushing high, and I would have liked to have seen Sakala's pace in behind. I would have brought on a midfielder or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel a bit bad for it, actually, because, you know, there's all this talk about him coming back, getting a chance, and then to be thrown on in that position with a couple of minutes of the game left, you know, they're just, he's never going to have a chance to do anything. Like you say, he's not got that blistering pace to break away like a Sakala might. Well, that's when I was looking at the game, I was like, the only chance we've got is going to be an over-the-top ball. Yeah. And the way our Barsi played a couple out to right during Aye. the game, a couple of the goals and styles to Kent. I noticed and that, the yeah. was there, and just towards the end, the way Aberdeen were pushing and pushing, 
I thought our best chance is over the top, and that's not Eton's game. Eton's game is if we are really pushing hard for the goal, then that's an Eton call and get him in the box when we're getting crosses and things in the box. But I don't know. We could hardly have had a hard, handful of crosses the whole night. So mm-hmm. I thought it's strange that we didn't just put the collar up and yeah. brought on somebody a bit deeper when we took Morelos off. But yeah. I dare say it's a learning, a learning experience and you know far more than me, so... Yeah, sure, true, true. I don't think football but, manager really beats his experience, does it? No, I'm as good as I am at football manager. Yeah. I'm not. I dare say Gio would put me in my place tactically <laughs> before I sit here and I was to argue with him. I'm not going to get on that I'm a great manager or something, but I do think that Sakala's pace was the yeah. key to just putting a wee thought in Aberdeen's mind about pushing forward. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, okay. Moving on, uh, probably bridging the two. What about the Kent sending off, Gavin? Talk us through that. What's what's your thoughts? Again, we swearing. <laughs> oh, uh, first yellow card. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, just speak to both the players. Bags, wasn't it? It's, it's it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. When you think about some of the things that that happened during the game that got ignored, Aye. and then he, he booked them both for that. It was. Incredible, and then the second one as well. He's run past. He's not even left. He's not. You can understand if he'd left a foot in or something, but he's not. He's not even left a foot in. He's not. I I, I thought it. It looked fifty-fifty from the first angle I seen it, but then I saw the reverse angle. And if anything, it's Brown that actually makes contact with Ken. You know, it's Uh, just uh, it kind of summed up Clancy's Clancy's night. He, He got decisions wrong all over the park. Yeah. For, both te- for both teams, but some of the ones that he was given against Rangers were, were incredible. Like, as we've already yeah. spoken about, there's some that he's looking straight at them, Aye. and it's just, it's just so bad, so bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about VR, someone people, that's meant to be one of our best, isn't it? I know. People talking about VAR, the, the last thing we need is VAR when we've still got referees that are part time. Um, if you kind of get basic things, yeah. Like, it, it's a tough one because I am a fan of our. I, I would like to see it, but I fully take your point. The refs as is at the minute, you know, you could, like you say, they, they stand and watch it and give the wrong decisions. So it's no good playing a video at the side of the pitch for them because they're still going to make the wrong decision. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm fully supportive of professional referees, to be honest. Um, I, I think it's a need. Yeah, um, on, the, on it, like, I was kind of... I always had the fear when we're conceding first goal the whole time. Now my new fear is that I actually agreed with Andy Walker twice because he said neither of them were booking and that's an absolute thing I never thought would happen in my Jesus, life. Jesus, here, you want me to edit the suit when we come to the end? Like? <laughs> I don't know if it was turning 40, but I've actually agreed with Andy Walker twice. No wonder he got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he got I, I, That's why you're off the list. I don't think I've agreed with Andy Walker in my life, but when he turned around, they said neither of them were bookings, and I'm like, yeah, no, you're right, actually, for a change. Yeah, yeah. That, that's hard to argue, in yeah. then, I mean, Andy Walker saying they're not bookings on Rangers players, so that's definitely if Clancy managed to justify I it. I don't think the Tav one was much better either, to be fair. That, that was incredibly light. And um, I, I noticed actually in the group chat, I think it was yourself, Shug, um, we were speaking away and it was, had you got booked for getting the ball booted off him, which 
you know, if you want to ref to the letter of the law, okay, fair enough. I think there was certainly an element of intent there to play it off him and get him the booking, but, you know, that's part of the game. But then a couple of minutes later, Brown chucked the ball away. <laughs> that was it. Just left it. It's like, hold yeah. on, if you, want to run, if you want to ref it to the letter of the law, surely you do it for all instances, not you just what suits. But, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was yourself that called that one out, wasn't it? Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just a fit of rage at that point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I was scared that something else I might have said had come up or something. Uh, no, no, no. Something I'm, I I'm trying to save myself that. editing effort at this point, Chuck. <laughs> um, no, I'll tell you the other thing that actually really interested me was I, I went and had a look after the game. Um, and it, I mean, it seemed like Clancy was carding everyone. But actually, it's not uncommon for him if you go back and look at his previous games. I think at the start of the season, he was sort of sitting about 2-3 a game average. But the last wee while, plus his conference league games, he's averaging about 7-8-9 a game. It's yeah, crazy. I think that's something we've definitely got to put in is that Clancy was poor. Not poor towards Rangers, he was just poor. Just poor, general. yeah, yeah. He yeah. just got things wrong all over the place. I'm not sitting here saying he's against Rangers. No, nah, he just he was awful. <laughs> awful. He was yeah. just absolutely terrible. It was a penalty Aberdeen should have had when McGregor caught him. It was. It would have been soft, but it was a penalty. So, I mean, those decisions Aberdeen will be agreed with. Those decisions we're agreed with. That's just not a good spot for a referee to be in. No, it's tough when both teams are calling you out. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not, well, not for one second making an excuse for Rangers and that it was Clancy's fault we didn't win. Clancy is just terrible. No, I mean, you know, in all honesty, as as you said, Sean, I'm I'm quite happy to say we lost. Well, we didn't lose that game. It just feels like we lost it. But we lost those points because we were terrible. But at the same time, Clancy was also terrible. Clancy um, ruined the game. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He ruined the game. It's, it's, he wasn't the reason Rangers got points, but he ruined the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think anyone can argue with that. To be honest, Gavin. Um, Dylan, would you like to see Gio call him out a bit more in his post-match or even today's press conference? I understand the concept, you know, he didn't see it. I often think, you know, he'd have seen enough of some of them. I think the Kent sending off, for example, was pretty close to the dugout, if I remember rightly. Um, but even today, he never really said much. Would you like to see a wee bit more kind of not to the point where he's going to get cited by the SFA or whatever, but just something back in the players a little bit more, because I'm not going to lie, I was a wee bit disappointed. I thought he was quite passive in his comments, actually. Yeah, I mean, it might just be his managerial style, a bit of those types of things. Um, like, it's a hard one for him to kind of call it, because like, I don't want to make it as a we've dropped the points yeah. because of referee. Um, I think what we're saying is we're not saying that it's Kevin Quanti's fault that Rangers dropped to the points. Hundred um, percent. It's it's the fact that you know it's week on week with this guy that you know he's just given. I mean, you know, the amount of yellow cards in the first half. Like I was actually tempted to put on a bet during the second half, be like about get sent off because he just knew it was going to happen. Aye. Aye. And as Gavin Sugg said, it just completely ruins the game. You know, normally Rangers and Aberdeen games are like high up in the fixture list, you know, mm-hmm. for Scotland. And um, they basically 
resorted to like a scrappy bond test where you know players are just afraid to express himself because they're yeah. a yellow card already. So I'm sure I'm sure that yeah, bloody I mean, whistle was glued to his lips, was it? Now they managed to on it. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, but, I, I actually yeah. feel sorry for Aberdeen. I mean, they they only have four games a season, and that's one of the rules. <laughs> I <laughs> exactly one of the four games. Yeah, yeah. So, They've only got two left. No. Getting the no. top six, that is. Well, there is that. If we're saying that, I'd just be happy to beat them, to be quite honest. Two draws now. It's not ideal. Um, okay, so I think we've covered Aberdeen. I think we've covered Clancy. I don't think any of us particularly want to go there again. Um, just just real quick before we move ahead to look at the next game. Um, going back to your points about Aribo and as you say, I mean, it's painfully obvious we miss him. But at the same time, it's a ridiculous position to be in that we're saying that about one player. You know, if it was um, so, if it was this coming international window when you maybe got three or four top players away, that that's one thing. But we kind of fall apart like that. Do, do you think we need to go back into the market, Dylan? Do you think that highlighted the need for that, or do you do you think it's just a poor game? Yeah. Yeah, particularly in the midfield, I feel, because I think um, for the past few seasons, we haven't really invested too much in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we've got Bakun on the summer, but again, you know, he's not really careful. To get careful. Anytime soon. Um, <laughs> to, to just make a shrug. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but I, I think um, we definitely, add. I'm not saying for us to go and buy top quality players, I think, at least players that can fill the roles in this field and on a right wing. This is definitely the season because it's quite an important season for us. Yeah. Um, so even if we get like a short-term loan or like a beer's contracts, um, it would be ideal for us, I feel, just for like squad bad and, and give us like that few extra options. Gavin, if you had to pick one position at the entire squad to fill in the window, where would it be? Uh, goal scorer and right winger for me. Mid- midfield, it looked worse last night because Arfield was out as well. Oh, Aye. Tuesday night, sorry, because Arfield was out as well. Um, I think that sort of exacerbated things. So normally we'd have Kamara and Arfield and straight away there's a link. So even if yeah. Padgett yeah. isn't drop in, Arfield wouldn't sit five, ten yards in front of the back four. So you, straight away you've got a link between the full backs, your midfield and your attack. And I think that, that just made things look look worse because he wasn't available either um, so for me that's not a desperate need plus Arab will be back in a couple of weeks aye, so aye. mind you that's if they stop bloody promoting him at AFCO well, that's and a bloody sold the right all these newsies are going eh? Jeez, oh. so no um, I'd, I'd like somebody that can score wings from the uh, score goals from the right hand side because right's not Prolific enough, and neither neither's Kent this season, eh? So we need yeah. we need more goals. If we're only playing with one striker through the middle, we need to have the boys behind them scoring goals. Yeah, I suppose question for you, Shab. Do you think we're going to get anyone in in the window? I think we will. I think when you alluded to there being money there, I think it will definitely get spent. I don't think many managers nowadays don't spend the money when it's there. So. And with Garvin, I would like to see a right winger come in. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think Kent's doing enough just now. Yeah, I know he set it up last night, but he's got to be scoring more. I think he's only got two goals the whole season, which is just not enough. And 
No. It's almost come back to relying on Morelos. We've been relying on Arriba the whole time, so I would definitely like to see a right winger come in that's going to be a goal threat. Uh, I'd like to see Kent getting more opportunities to score, getting in and sc- taking shots and things like that. Uh, especially with uh, Morelos playing as a nine now, rather than dropping deep to hopefully pick up rebounds and things like that. Yeah. That's always the option of moving Kent. I wouldn't mind seeing, after Hadji's performance, I wouldn't mind seeing Kent playing 10 and putting yeah. the colour on the left. That's put him on the some left. show, actually. And then I think that's a threat. I think the colour offers more a goal threat just now as well. So mm-hmm. quite like to see the colour get a chance on the left and moving Kent inside and give him that opportunity. And I think if you've got Scott right on the right, that's a lot of pace. Aye. And behind Moreno, so I think that could be an option. And then Hadji could always drop into the eight role. Yeah, so, yeah, that could but, be interesting. Mind you, if he goes oh, into the eight role, does that not um, suddenly exclude someone else, Shug? It excludes Bakuna, but I'm just offering it up if Hadji, if oh, this no. play yeah. Hadji. But yeah, no, I would like, I would like to see Bakuna get a chance and yeah. we'll talk about it later on. But I think he'll definitely get a chance on Friday night. Yeah, um, hard hard to disagree, and I think you raise a point there as well, Shug. I, it's hard not to look at Kent this season and feel a wee bit of disappointment. Um, you know, he, he's run his heart out. I'm not slating the guy. You know, he's been up and doing the wing. He's been back helping defend when he's had to. Um, but just sheer numbers, you know, I think someone in that position you do need a wee bit more from. And it's almost reminiscent. That was the biggest criticism of his first season here when he was on loan, wasn't it? That, you know, he he seemed to be involved a lot, but he never actually did anything output-wise. Um, so, yeah, I didn't even thought about putting him in as a 10, but, yeah, potentially. Cause they played the two 10s when Gerard was... Working his system, didn't they? So, could be an interesting one. Okay, so Sterling Albion. Um, just for the viewers' interest, I, I actually wasn't going to name a team because um, I think it'd be very hard to call, and I think there might be a few surprises. But the guys are all prepped up and ready to go, so I think we'll we'll go through anyway. Um, starting off with goalkeeper, does does McGregor keep a slot here, or is with it being a cup game, lower league? Do you? Do you maybe look to get some minutes into either McLaughlin or even potentially McGrory? Um, I'm with the, I'm hoping they know what's happening with McLaughlin in the summer. If McLaughlin's going to stay on again, then I would go with McLaughlin. If McLaughlin's indicated that he's going to move, then I would give McCrory a chance. Right. Definitely raise McGregor. But I think it should definitely be something to work looking towards next season. Give one yeah. of the other goalkeepers a chance. Yeah, there's sense in that for sure. What about yourself, Gavin? Yeah, just the same. I'd play yeah. play McLaughlin if he's need, just in case he's needed. A little bit McGregor because it's only kind of two days between the games or something like that. So um, I'd go with McLaughlin again. But if he's not extending, then good point by Shag. I'd probably go with McCrory as well. Yeah, yeah. Are you same as others, Dylan? Yeah, same as I am. I'm going McLaughlin in between centres. I think um, I, I wrote a wee article on this a while back and I think at some point in the not too distant future there's going to have to be a decision about McCrory I reckon eh? 
Um, you know, I, t- I take your point. You know, McLaughlin can stay on. He's a decent keeper. Um, you probably get another what, good few years out of him before you would have to then move McCrory up. But, you know, I think at some point we need to make the decision, is McCrory going to be good enough to step up as our next number one? Um, just, you know, he, he seems to have been on the periphery a while now. Um, and they either trust him or they don't in the end of the day. Uh, so that'll be an interesting one to see. What about the defence then, Shug? Um well, take us through your back four, I guess. It's a tough one because we've not really got many options outside <laughs> of what we're playing. Balogun's uh, supposed to be Balogun back, is, yeah? He was on the bench, so I imagine he'll probably get a start. Uh, I'd like to see him, Dion King, getting a chance. I think uh, he had said something about it was a shame that's only the three subs in the cup Aye. because academy players could have got in, but uh, so, if Balogun starts, I've got a feeling King won't start mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think he'll play Balogun and King together. I got big goals in as usual, and you might see Barzi shift to left back to give Bonner a rest, or vice versa, keep Barzi on the bench, and then Tubbs are only real right back just now. Yeah, yeah. And then he moves Sons to right back, so. True. Might be. Might be worth just to get Tav. I know Tav saw it out there. Cup game a couple of years ago because they played Stranraer, and that was Patterson's first game. That's right, yeah. So I think that's when Tav had his appendix or something. Yeah, that's right. What about yourself, Gavin? Do you do you see it similar, or does he keep the same it's, back line? It's a strange. See, if there was a bigger gap between the two games, I would have kept the same team almost because it's. They've gone what a few weeks without playing, so it's all, not had a, any other any friendlies during the break. So they need to. This team's always better when they're playing games. Look at before before Christmas when they're yep. playing games, they get better. Um, and the defense has been quite good, but Balogun needs minutes. The decision from you to put Bassi out to left, left back, and bring Balogun in at left centre half, and then take Balogun off. Halfway through the second half, and bring King on. Um, yeah. But I'd keep, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't make that many changes purely because I think the guys need to get minutes together. Agreed. Agreed. It's, it's, a, it's a different winter break compared to normally. Normally, yeah. yeah. Dylan. Yeah, it's the same as the guys. Wouldn't really change up too much. Um, Give a see bag. It does get in sort of legs because obviously we've got a few games coming up. But um, I would like to see. Just like Shug, you know, I like to see Weaving King make an appearance because I think, you know, there's been a lot of hype around him with yeah. the contract. So hopefully he can, we can have like a wee look at him for the game. But uh, as other guys, I wouldn't expect too much change to the back line. Yeah, I think, um, I think for me, I'm sort of similar mindset. I think it'll be Tav Goldson. Um, I think potentially it might just be Balogun and then Barisic. I think Balogun might be the only change. Um, you know, both Bassi and Barisic have played a lot of games, but I suppose a lot of it comes down to where they see Bassi playing now. Um, you know, if they see him as a genuine centre-back contender, then, you know, he might be dropped just to give him a rest and get some minutes into Balogun to get his match fitness back. But um, I suppose the, ulti- the only problem with that is it does leave us very short of fullback cover because... You know, I thought, yes, he can cover if he's more considered a centre-back. 
he's going to play there. So, yeah, it could be interesting, but I think for me, it'll only be Balogun and for Bassey. Um, okay, Gavin, I'll start with you this time. What what about your midfield? Midfield, I've thought about this a few times. Um, first one, I don't Lundstrom in for Kamara because mm-hmm. Kamara will play every week. He's, he's our most important player in midfield, so he, he doesn't need to play. Um, and when people are speaking about Lundstrom being sort of fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth choice now, I, I don't think he is. I think it's just he plays the same position as Kamara. So it's Kamara that's keeping him out of the team. So it's one or the other. And like when they play together, it doesn't really work. So um, his best form was sort of autumn, early winter last year when he was playing that sort of position. Yeah. Um, so I'd like him to play and alongside him. Um, I had Lacuna originally playing as a number 10. Um, but again, with if Sands is going to be playing, does he need minutes? So it, it's quite a hard one. Um, yeah. Arfield's fit. Maybe start Arfield and then take him off. But I think it was going to be next week before he's available. So Yeah, I think Davis and Arfield are both yeah. still out from what I remember. Go uh, Lundstrom and Bakuna then. Lundstrom and Bakuna. Uh, Dylan, yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm more of the same. Um, well, because Lundstrom did the uh, press conference today, right. I'm thinking that he'll... He'll be playing. I think he'll be starting. Um, why was Kamara out? Um, again, I think, but by the way, I see Bukuna, um, and as well, again, just we've not really seen him that much. Um, and then I, I don't see that Charlie McGann. Can he play like in midfield or can mm-hmm. he play in the wings? Midfield, as far as I've seen. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not saying he made the bench on right? so I, I don't know. Maybe the manager has a few to play him um, on Friday night, but again, you know, it's up in the air. But yeah, that's kind of a general way of how we like to see. Yeah, it's a tough one for me. Um, I'm So again, I'm totally with you on the sort of press conference side of it. I think because Lundstrom did the press conference, pretty likely he's going to start. Um I'm not sure that Sands won't start as well, which could be a bit of a strange one, but I don't know if you'll want maybe Lundstrom to drive forward a bit rather than sort of sit. Um, I know Sands is more sitting slash centre-back, so I don't know if maybe Lundstrom will be asked to push forward a bit more. Um, For some reason, I can see him playing Sands. Um, I think the two youngsters... Thereabouts. Um, so obviously there's Charlie McCann, but he also named Jack Lowry in his uh, press conference. Um, but I've got a funny feeling that he's probably going to start with a pretty strong team, and then if they get a few goals, look to bring in the young lads. I don't see him chucking them straight in just the way he was talking. And I think when he's mentioned it about you know I'm talking about the subs and the number that he can make. I think. Might just be a bit hesitant, sort of throwing them in from the off and looking to see where they're at. So, yeah, I think for me, probably Sands and Lundstrom. Um, about yourself, then, Chug? I'm going Lundstrom with Hadji and Bakuna in front. Hadji and Bakuna? Yeah. You think? I'm going without. Yeah, I think they are, as it stands, they are two that can really get forward and support the attack. I don't think we need any more than Lundstrom holding. Uh, free up Hadji and Bukuna to get forward and create chances. Mm-hmm. So I dare say it'll be a, a low block to use. 
modern technology. So yeah, that's that's the phrase, isn't it? Um, and sticking with you then, Shug. So you've obviously kind of taken one of the three sitting behind the striker. Who who do you think the wingers and a striker will be then? I think said the Ted's gonna get a chance with yeah. Morelos dropped with it being in mind that Morelos is going away. So it's the best opportunity to try to try something. Yeah, knowing that we aren't gonna have Morelos for a couple of games, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think he could miss as many as four, I'm sure I read somewhere. Well now true that it. is, but I'm sure I read somewhere that he could miss up to four. Definitely a reason to try it. Yeah. I think Fashion will stop. Bilney will start on the right and he'll keep Kent on the left. I think he'll play them too. I think Scott Wright will get dropped. Yeah, what I about yourself, Gav? Do you, do you think it'll be similar? Go Scala left, Hadji in the middle, right on the right, and Itten up front. That's what I'd be going with. Uh, I think, like I said, I think oh, the, reason I'd go, the reason I'd go with right is because he never really, he's never really had a proper run of games. So if he has yeah. two games, I can't, it's not a, a huge run. If he has two games and doesn't really do much, you're like, well, you can't say you've no, you've no given you a chance. Eh? Yeah. Um, and do you know what? I'm, I know we're slightly going away from the teams here, but I was actually thinking about this after the Aberdeen game. And I reckon this is honestly about the worst game that we could be coming into off the back of that. Um, just purely for the fact that you're not going to get any credit if you beat them. Um, you know, it's just expected. That's the way it is, the lower league. Um, but if we don't beat them convincingly, then I think it's going to be whipped up to be, you know, a crisis after Aberdeen, um, or certainly by some quarters. Uh, so for me, I would almost rather have like a league game to go and play next, just so that we could you know, put down a marker hopefully and show actually that was just a one-off. But, um, you know, I, I mean, that's just my thoughts. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I actually think we're on a hiding and nothing in this game. Um, I don't think it'll do much anyway. It'll either be expected or a disaster. Um, okay, Dylan, who who would you play then in the front section? Yeah, I mean, I would give um, Cedric Etten a start, most certainly, I think. You know, I've, I've rated him. Um, I know a lot, a lot of the guys don't rate him as highly as I do, but I feel like he can have a future at Ibrox. Um, and hopefully, in the next few months, he can prove that to Gio. Um, I would maybe, this, on the wings, maybe have Scott Wright and maybe Sagala. Just, again, there's a bit of base up front. Um, or we'll just give, like, Hatchy and Kendary uh, rest. Yeah, I don't know. I rate it against Motherwell, um, that's for sure. But I don't know. The jury's out for me. I'm not writing the guy off, but I think we need to see a wee bit more yet for me. I think, so, I mean, I said Lundstrom pushing forward a bit more with Sands holding. Um, I, I think Sakal will start on the left. Um, I'm not entirely sure that we'll see it in start. I wonder if we will see Roof start because he's another that's meant to be in contention for this one. Um, I think whichever way it goes, I think that'll be the sub. So you'll see probably 60 minutes, you know, one will come off for the other. But 
I've got a sneaky feeling Roof might start, actually. Um, I think I'd almost rather see Hadji go back to the right at this point after the Aberdeen game. I don't know if that was just a one-off, but... Um, and I mean, he hasn't been fantastic on the right, but I think he offered more than maybe what he did the other night. Um, through the middle's a tough one. I, I uh, see. I don't want to say Shuggle just said Bruce and right, but I actually think Bakuna should start at ten. Um, I, I don't know what this guy's doing in training. I don't know if he's got. Um, you know, if he's upset, Geo maybe took his parking space or something, but. I was quite surprised he didn't get the nod the other night. I'd have thought there was an avenue for him. And I take your point, you know, we're maybe showing them too much respect. But like we said, if our field had been fit and ready, would would he not have started that game? You know, is it actually respect or is it just sort of with what we have, that's what we ended up playing? Um, so I don't know what's going on with Bakuna, but I think the guy needs a chance. I mean, he's not he's had very limited minutes. Um, and do you know what? Fair play, give him a game. And if he's terrible, sorry, Shug, you know, it's probably time up for him, time to move on. But, you know, if you kind of do it against Sterling, you're probably not going to get all that far. But he definitely needs a shot. And I don't think he's had it yet under either manager. I don't know if that's because he appears like a luxury player. I, I don't know what he's doing in training. Obviously, these guys see him all the time. They have access to a wealth of data that we don't but you know at some point you've just got to put the car on the pitch and see what it does for more than kind of 10 15 minutes um so that's my view i'd like to see him play i just don't know if he will if i'm being honest um i hope so phil i hope so so do we want to do score predictions is, is that going to go a bit wild um nah let's do it go on then dylan what, what do you think the score will be uh, I'm going to go for 4-0. 4-0. What about yourself, Gav? 5-0. 5-0. Go for it. I, I got chopped for Sakala. less than that. Jesus. Sakala, Sakala hat trick. From all over the place. And Itton will, will not move from the width of the goals. And that'll be it. I'd love to see it, actually. Um, I think I think he would be far more suited to the way these guys like their strikers to play than the sort of false nine that Gerard was trying to get strikers to play. Um, what about yourself, Shug, score-wise? What, what do you reckon? On the back of the fact that Stranraer scored two against them last weekend, I'm going for six. Six? Oof. Yeah. If Stranraer can get two goals against them, then we should be able to at least six. I think three. I think three. I don't... I don't know. There's something about the way we've played since Gio's come in and we've we've looked comfortable in most games. We've never really looked like going and absolutely thumping someone. Um, I can't believe that you are predicting us to absolutely harm all the Premier League teams earlier in the season and now we're playing a League 2 team. You're sticking with three. I know, I know. Times have changed. Fear of the sack, mate. I don't want to end up off the list like you were. Well... That's, well, you know, we, had a, we had to have a campaign to get you back. So. I know. I, know. No, I, I, I don't know. I think maybe 3 0. Um, to be honest, I'd just like to see some good minutes in some of these players that maybe haven't got a chance. You know, again, your Bakunas, maybe your Ittens, if he gets a run, Sakala hasn't really had masses to work with. I know he's had a game here and there, but he's not had masses. 
it'd be good to get some minutes in and hopefully see a bit from the players, I think, for me. That's why I'm hoping for six, because there's going to be a few players with points to prove. Aye, aye, oh, this is true. Yeah. I'm going to say three, but I'd absolutely love to be wrong. Let's let's go with that. Um, okay, so I think that's it for tonight. Thank you very much for watching, folks. Been a pleasure as always. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.